You know, I think for all the the good that AI can do, there's always nefarious purposes for for AI, different AI, whether it's AI, AGI, or or even deep fakes, which we've talked about a boatload over the last couple of years. And and deep fakes, particularly as it pertains to this 2024 presidential election that's coming up. I mean, you're going to have people that are going to see videos in social media that believe verbatim what these videos are saying. And in reality, the person may never have said them. It, it is going to be something that we're going to have to contend with and deal with going forward. But in a more immediate and even more nefarious manner, we are seeing deep fakes being used to exploit teenagers across the country in grade schools, sending out fake nude pictures of themselves. It is a troubling trend that has wide-ranging ramifications for the, the rest of their lives in some cases. April Rubin is a breaking news reporter with Axios and joins us. Uh, April, good to have you. Hi, thank you for having me. How, how widespread is this? So I think the experts are not quite sure how widespread it is, but what I can say is that anyone can access the technology to create a deep fake and to ask these AI platforms to, you know, create whatever type of content um, they are looking for. So instances like this have been seen before. Most recently, like you said, the incident occurred in a New Jersey high school where um, some of the girls found out that they had photos created of themselves that were circulated in group chats. Um, and there was another instance of this happening in Spain. But bigger picture than that, I, I am not exactly sure how widespread it is. But what's um, threatening about it is that it can be done by anyone of anyone because all it takes is one singular photo. So at this school in, in New Jersey, what, what happened specifically? The incident happened over the summer, and it was raised to administrators late last month, where um, some of the girls, it's unclear how many, uh, found out that some of the boys at the school were circulating fake nude images, so they were created. All it takes to, to have an image populated by AI is you input just one photo of a person, and it can do it. So... They found out that this was happening with them and it was being sent amongst group chats. Um, it's been escalated uh, to police reports in some of the instances. Um, and the school has said that they're working on how to prevent this from happening from here on out. You know, one of the, the, the things about AI that I that I think most people are, are worried about is currently there really aren't any guardrails. Like AI technology and deepfake technology have have a lot of abilities and the, the creators of these programs, um, they haven't really needed to abide by a wide ranging set of rules or standards or, or laws for that matter. It's something that the federal government is trying to correct. What, what type of guardrails are they trying to put in place? I know the, the president and his administration have been targeting uh, these these tech companies as a way to to try to find what guardrails they need in place. What are they working on? On the federal government perspective, I um, don't have the exact answer to that. But what I can say is that some of the experts I spoke with suggested that an important guardrail to put in place is, first of all, just to have to create an account to use some of these AI platforms. So for example, I, you or I could access it without inputting our phone number 
or email or first name or anything like that. Um, however, if, you know, there's that added layer of authentication that gives this platform my phone number, my email address, just some identifying information about the user, um, the expert's perspective is that this might discourage users from mm. actually, you know, going through and, and um, creating nefarious and, and explicit and exploitative content. Another thing that can be done is adding kind of a layer to social media platforms where if an image is shared, they have a detection software that can tell um, if it is AI generated, which is already in existence with some copyrighted content, but this would be taking it to the next level to determine, you know, if images are AI created before they're posted to social media. Yeah, almost like invisible watermarks. And and, and that's right. a, a, another tool that law enforcement, for example, is going to need. How are they approaching this? So it is hard to um, to respond to these instances with law enforcement um, because, again, it's hard to pinpoint who did what. The laws around it are um, pretty unclear, and so the lines of what is legal and what is not are a little bit unclear. There are some states where um, legislation has been passed, for example, uh, New York, where I am, is one of them, um, where the governor signed a bill into law that makes it illegal to disseminate AI-generated explicit images of a person without their consent. Um, the penalty for that is a year in jail and a $1,000 fine. Um, but again, this is not widespread across the state. Each state is sure. figuring out kind of their own rules for this. Do, do, the, the experts that you've talked to, about just about a minute left here, the experts that you've spoken to, are, are they worried that the the guardrails aren't there yet? Do they feel like there needs to be some sort of regulation in place? Yes, they are worried about that. And they think the regulation um, certainly needs to come from the political and the business side of things. Because once users have access to these technologies, it's inevitable that they will use them for some negative purposes. So preventing that at the top from the top down is what they see as uh, most important. Yeah, and there and there has been some movement in Washington D.C. on that. But I think as as more time goes along, states are going to ha- really be be cornered into passing more legislation to try to regulate this, and then the federal government's going to have to tackle it. Uh, as well. Uh, April Rubin with Axios, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Likewise. Uh, 800-859-0957. Uh, still a lot to do today. And and I, you know, this particular issue is one that w- w- when you're dealing with, you know, generated nude photos of teens, that's troubling in and of itself. And that is something that is going to need to be addressed because, again, we've talked a lot about the 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 impacts of social media on on teens, whether it's teen girls or the 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 depression that can get along with that. It, it is a troubling sense that really is not being tackled yet. But then you take that a step further and you've got presidential elections to worry about and general and, and elections across the board. This could be a pretty nefarious technology that hasn't quite been put into perspective yet. Got to take a break. More next.